Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Good morning, Alan. Andrew, this is very concerning, very worrying, and I'm sure you're getting quite a lot of feedback on this particular issue. Yeah, I suppose, first and foremost, uh, I just feel very sorry for the families involved in this. Uh, I can only imagine how difficult it is for them, but I guess me feeling sorry for them probably won't change anything. But I do know that St. Aidan's have worked very hard on recruitment, um, and it just seems now that the bureaucracy has slowed this down and stopped uh, the services for these families. But I also think that there's an issue, uh, a long-term and national issue, about funding in relation to our disability services that has, has stopped this as well. And the people who I have engaged with um, have said that, the, for example, the HSE has said that they have worked with St. Aidan's to identify children and adults who need additional support. St. Aidan's have hired a number of people um, but it's the likes of the vetting process now that has slowed things down. And how is it going to be addressed? Because, I mean, looking at the article by Simon Burke in today's edition of the Gorley Guardian, it's uh, very detailed and you, you really wouldn't be optimistic for the immediate uh, resolution of this. No, and I wouldn't want to fill people with, with false hope either that this is going to uh, open at the click of a finger. We don't have a date yet that it's, uh, when it is actually going to be open. I know St. Aidan's are working hard to open it as quickly as possible um, because they do really understand the needs of this family. I, I think long-term, uh, the system of funding for the likes of St. Aidan's needs to change. So St. Aidan's is considered a Section 38 under the Health Act. Uh, and uh, to me, the Section 38s uh, are the poor relation in relation to how they get their funding. And it's actually the Section 39s uh, are the ones who... Um, or excuse me, it's the Section 39s that are the population and I don't think it's fair that um, they have to go out and fundraise the whole time. We see them fundraising, they have golf classics, they have dinners and they have people uh, making donations and that's how they're kept alive and that's how they uh, pay their staff as a Section 39. But there should be a mechanism to allow them to get more direct funding to keep them going, to allow them to have uh, recruitment of staff and not come to a situation where they have to hire new staff, you have to go through new processes because you can't open a place uh, like Respite or provide a service that is below the standard that will be expected for the people using it. People like you and me are told regularly what the carers do and what they actually save the state when it comes to finance. But uh, like, I'm just uh, well aware, and you're well aware as well, that we need more respite centres, not less here in County Wexford. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, there's, there's no doubt about that. Um, and there are a number of families in the North Wexford area who are affected by this and uh, they're deeply upset and hurt by this. It's trying to find that solution, uh, that long-term solution. And I do think that the uh, Section 39 uh, has to be able to transfer to a Section 38 under that Health Act to provide that money um, where that uh, carer will be able to be paid properly and stay in employment in a good job and and know that there's employment there long-term as well. So what is your understanding of what's going to happen now and when could we see some daylight in this, uh, Andrew? My understanding is that the uh, process of the likes of uh, vetting and even employment notices uh, have to be uh, fulfilled by the people who are coming into the job. So I think St. Aidan's have said that they've hired around 15 people, uh, which is quite good, but it just begs the question again, you know, why was there a shortage of 15 people? And it's, it's, it's that... Uh, retention and uh, issue in relation to employment but now you have, you have a situation where 
there's employment law where people have to comply with notices. You obviously have to make sure that these people are, are up to standard, which is, you know, any safe practice who is putting out a service has to do that. And um, so it's, it's again, it's that bit of bureaucracy coming into it right. where you have people waiting for a service. You have people there who, who will be able to work in the job, but it's just there's a few box-ticking exercises that need to be done. And look, sometimes these box exercises protect the people in the service, but the reality is now that the, the result of this is is that there's lots of people who are very hurt by this, very upset by this, and will be left without the service that they really, really do need. And what's within your remit to do as a Fianna Fáil councillor to put pressure on the government to deliver? Can the government do any more, as a, or is it really down to recruitment? Um, well, I guess it is down to recruitment, but I think in fairness, St. Aidan's have, have done that. They've gone out and had recruitment days. I think they were even went down to Enscorty and, and had recruitment days. So if I'm being honest, I do think that there is an onus uh, on the government to uh, accept that there is an underfunding of the disability services and uh, to keep that in mind when the budget is coming around. There's also a surplus of money there as well. And I was recently in a meeting where the CEO of St. Aidan's had said to the Minister of Finance, look, this is the situation we have here in Gorey and the families are suffering. We need more money and, you know, it's my onus to continue to try and lobby people like that, the people who have uh, the purse strings to try and change this. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.